You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before we get to our guest, Bobby, uh, you wanted to get to your notes from last segment. when yeah, Yes, finally, because uh, I think Mark might appreciate this. Uh, I'm sure the Steeler Nation and all that. If you're trying to... I don't know, you have a home game and you want the crowd to cheer. Well, you got to give them something to cheer for. Well, uh, what occurred with the Saints offense, six of their first eight drives lasted four plays or less. That's almost like three and out, three and out, three. It's not three and out exactly, continuously. But, uh, yeah, six of the first eight drives lasted four plays or less. And we felt pretty good about ourselves. But we gashed the Raiders. Like I said, I don't think the Raiders are that good. Uh, but the Ravens defense, uh, to say the least, put the clamp down on the Saints' ground attack. You know, the Saints had came into Monday night's game averaging basically uh, right on the 160 yards a game in the last five games. I'm not talking about one or two. That's a big sample size in the last five games where they held Kamara and the New Orleans offense to 16 yards on the ground in the first half and 48 total. Then you get to the point where you're playing catch-up and you can't really run. Uh, but uh, th- th- that was smash mouth AFC North football with the Ravens. I don't know if the Steelers can bring that to the table. Maybe Mark can enlighten us. Mark Bergen. And, and, and say if the, the, the Steelers are capable of doing that. Mark Bergen, uh, host of Believe in Steelers on the Believe Podcast Network. Mark, how are you? Yeah, but Mark, the Ravens smacked us in the mouth, and we had no answer. Fellas, thanks for having me on. It sounds like you're thrilled with Andy Dalton as your QB one in New Orleans. <laughs> Well, well it, how are you guys uh, feeling about Kenny Pickett? But he's young, well, I guess. Give him a chance. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this season's lost anyways at 2-6. and six, uh, I know they're coming off the bye week, which hopefully you could get some things right. But since the NFL moved over to a 16-game regular season, there's been only one team that's gone on to make the playoffs after a 2-6 and six start. You're talking about the 2020 Washington football team when that team won the NFC East at seven and nine. So I'm not expecting much from the Steelers on the back half of the year, but you hope to see some progression. And really the big thing for me with this Steelers team is this, is like, how do you balance getting potentially as high a pick as you can get while at the same time, you know, the standard is the standard fostering a winning culture and not having a losing culture sink into your franchise and organization. Because I look at Mike Tomlin in year 16, he's scoring dead in the eye his first losing season. But the Steelers' highest draft pick during Tomlin's era was in 2019 when they traded up to get Devin Bush with the 10th overall pick in the draft. That's as high as he's drafted. And the Steelers hadn't drafted that high before since Plaxico Burris all the way back in 2000 with the 8th overall pick. So Steelers are at a crossroads right now in a place that Pittsburgh hasn't been in a long, long time. Mark is Mike Tomlin. If they finish three and fourteen or four and thirteen, does he have enough grace? Is is he is he safe? Yeah, the Rooney yeah, Rule. Mike, come on. 
<laughs> well, Mike Tomlin will be okay. And this was about a year, year and a half ago. We talked to the great John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. He's been covering the league for like 50 years. And he told us, he goes, if Mike Tomlin and the Steelers were ever not to work out, he'd have a job by one of the other 31 teams by sundown on the same day. And that's if he still wanted to coach because I think he'd be tremendous as a broadcaster, as an analyst. So get him in a booth as well. Really, yeah, I think Steelers fans are spoiled. I mean, (laughs) not to have a losing season and you're in year 16, it'll probably happen this season. But think about all the other, how many other fan bases would love to trade places? Sure, you haven't had the postseason success, but how many other fan bases would be able to say, hey, we've never been sub 500 and it's been almost 20 years since the last time the Steelers were six and 10 in 2003. It's the last time the Steelers finished a regular season with a losing record. Yeah. You know, Mark, I'm glad you brought that up uh, because I'm looking at the same, uh, the Steelers at two and six, the team's worst record through eight games since 2013. But when you look at, uh, okay, uh, now, ultimately, you want to win a number of Super Bowls, but I'm looking at it. I brought this up because uh, Sean Payton uh, and him Drew, and Drew Brees, what they meant. But you look at NFL regular season home record since 2008. So basically the last 14 and a half seasons, and we all know the 21st century team is uh, the Patriots, and they were like 91 and 22. I'm looking at Green Bay was uh, second but at home, uh, this is all home records, uh, last 14 and a half seasons. Steelers are third, the Ravens are fourth, and the Saints are fifth. So uh, I'm saying that that's something that that's a pride, prideful fan base considering what has occurred in Pittsburgh basically over, a, a, it's over a dozen seasons that they expect to win at home. And the Saints were expecting to win at home, not so much as of late in New Orleans. But uh, that's a challenge for the Saints going to Pittsburgh considering the success that they've had, and that used to producing at least a winner where you think you have a chance. Now, you ultimately want to win championships, like I said earlier, but uh, I don't know. I look at the NFL and the, the parody, whether you, you, know, you describe it that way or not, but I, I like it when my team's in the hunt and at least there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Well, right now it doesn't seem that way between the Steelers and the Saints. Yeah, I'm with you there. And it's, again, the Steelers look to get back T.J. Watt. And certainly this entire team is different with him on the field, the reigning defensive player of the year. Right. Tied Michael Strahan, single-season sack record. He, oh, by the way, also led the league in tackles for a loss. So he's not just a pass rusher. And he did that a year ago, despite the fact that he didn't play in two games. In three games in which he played, of the 15 he played, he played fewer than 50% of the Steelers' defensive snaps. So when he's on the field, he's an absolute game record, and I can't help but wonder if he would have played beyond just the week one game, which he was a game record against the Bengals as well, the game the Steelers won in the opening week, that the Steelers might have a little bit better of a record because everything the Steelers do defensively starts at the line of scrimmage. It starts up front. And if you notice, Watt lines up over opposing teams' right tackles. And the Steelers do that deliberately because most quarterbacks in the NFL are right-handed. So you get right in the passing line of an opposing quarterback, and it doesn't matter if you double-team him, triple-team him. T.J. Watt has still demonstrated the ability to consistently make plays. So the Steelers have been missing that. But then again, I, I go back to you're at 2-6. and six, You're at where you're at right now in the season. So it's like unless you went on some sort of miraculous run, and your offense 
somehow got right, which we can talk about here in a second, right. <laughs> which is just a pipe dream. You know, T.J. Watt on the field, yes, you want your stars playing, but at the same time, I'm looking at if you're not going to contend this season, what are the things that you can do in 2023 and beyond to put your team to have an opportunity to have success? Now, uh, Mark, you talk about stars on the field. And uh, obviously, uh, I recognize this because it's a big enough sample size. Uh, you, you talked about most tackles for a loss. I'm looking at the last uh, five and a half seasons. Uh, T.G. Watt uh, only behind uh, Aaron Donald the last five and a half seasons. But you're going to see four individuals playing uh, come Sunday uh, who has in uh, like, not only top ten, but top nine. Like they got T.J. Watt at, uh, you know, number two, Cam Jordan, number three. I got Cameron Hayward. Uh, number eight, uh, Demario Davis at number nine. And uh, the question I have also for you is that uh, with Cameron Hayward and where he, he's at, do you know I, I coached them uh, in, in, in Gwinnett County for, for the Duluth Wildcats in fifth and sixth grade uh, when I was living there? I had five Division One players on my fifth and sixth grade team. You better have won. Hey, oh, yeah, hell yeah, we won. <laughs> now, Mark, 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 can you imagine that people – would uh, come and watch our Little League games. It was like 10, 11 in the morning on Saturday uh, just to come watch us play, a playground team, to come watch us play And when they were 10. Cameron Hayward, I remember one parent from Lawrenceville, I have uh, Cameron Hayward, and they go, there's no way he's 11 years old. I said, not only is he 11, he's a young 11. He made 11 in June, and he's six foot one. And, you know, in, in Gwinnett County, Georgia, it was like it wasn't no weight limit. It was all about your age. And then T-Bob, my son, who played at LSU, no, we had five Division One players. We were like the Pink Floyd song, Welcome to the Machine, and, and coming out. And it was – and, look, and no one went to Duluth High School, but that was the Shorty Howell Duluth Wildcat uh, playground. You know, it, it's amazing when I think back at that and how you look at a player and how they develop. I'm so proud of Cameron Hayward. I played with his dad, Arnhead, one of my best buddies. Uh, I was there on his deathbed. I was actually feeding Arnhead. And Cameron always appreciates that. I saw Cameron when he came to New Orleans, played for Ohio State and all. But Cameron Hayward, uh, I look at what he's accomplished. I want to say it's either two or three seasons the last six years, not only Pro Bowl, but he's been all pro. Uh, I think uh, – the Steelers appreciate Cameron Hayward. You know, his dad, a New Jersey guy, goes to the University of Pittsburgh. But, uh, boy, please tell me that the Steeler Nation appreciates Cameron. I know he could be getting up there in age, but, boy, I just love a Cameron Hayward. So polite and a gentle giant, just uh, unbelievable what he's done in his career. I know his dad is looking down above and proud of him for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't realize the history that you had. This was in the Georgia area? Yes, it's in Duluth, Georgia. You know, I went from the Saints to the Falcons. I lived in Atlanta 14 years. So this is when, like, Cameron and my son and all, they were, like, in fifth, sixth grade. This is when, yeah, you know, 10, 11 years. I can tell you this, having, having spent part of my career in Knoxville, Tennessee, where it's like when you get in SEC country, football's religion. Right. And <laughs> it's one of those things in the warmer weather states, a lot of times – Southeast, out in California, parts of Texas, the recruiting game is just on an entirely different level because you can train year-round. You can essentially right. train 12 months out of the year, which you can't do in other parts of the country. So um, that that does not surprise me at all. But Cameron Hayward, 
I mean, he is the absolute foundation. Your house starts from the ground up, and it starts at the line of scrimmage. So, like, as, as excited as I am to see T.J. Watt play and get healthy again, you know, it, it starts up front to where if you're going to double and triple team him, you get you create one-on-one opportunities for other players. And Cam Hayward and, and Watt have been that tandem for the Steelers now for the last five years or so. And it, it listen, I think if not for Aaron Donald, we would hear a lot more about Cam Hayward NFL-wide because he's 33 now, and I can't help but wonder at what point he'll start slowing down, but Really, throughout his career, he's just gotten better and better and better every season because he's an absolute technician when it comes down to his technique in terms of what he needs to do to be a disruption for opposing offenses. So, listen, I know when T.J. Watt goes down, it impacts everything with the Steelers' defense, and they haven't been great on the back end, but it's just like if you're a defensive back, you can't guard an opposing receiver for forever. Right. And so that all starts up front. The thing that's been strange with the Steelers is going into this year, they needed to fix the front seven because a year ago they led the NFL on sacks, uh, the the NFL on sacks, while at the same time giving up the most rushing yards in the league on a on a per game average. So that's why you bring in Miles Jack. That's why they declined the fifth year option of Devin Bush because they said, hey, the front seven isn't good enough in stopping the run of opposing offenses, but Cam Hayward and T.J. Watt has been as good as they've been in this league. And again, you have that strange dichotomy. It's like usually if your front seven isn't very good up front, it just isn't very good up front. Right. But it, for whatever reason, they had that strange dichotomy a year ago. The run defense has been better this season, but again, certainly Watt hasn't played since week one since going out with that pectoral injury against the Bengals. Now, uh, Mark, I, I can tell you, I just want to leave you with this. Um, when you interact uh, with the players, uh, just when you say, Cam, I, I, I talked uh, to one of your old coaches. He might look at you like, what? So, yeah, uh, Coach Bobby uh, said hi, and he, he'll know what you're talking about. He always called me. Listen, when Ohio State played in the Sugar Bowl or something, and I'm, like, thinking he might, you know, just say, hey, Bobby, what's up? You know, he goes, hey, Coach Bobby, how you doing? You know, <laughs> reflecting back. So, so yeah, you, you got to bring that up to Cameron because he knows how close uh, – I was with his dad and stuff and uh, being able to coach. I got to tell you this story right quick, Mark. You know what happened? Uh, his dad, uh, I'm coaching him, and we let Arnhead uh, be part of the chain gang. And, you know, <laughs> for the Little League. And I've he, heard this story. That's why I'm laughing, and, Mark. And, and, Mark, he's getting on Cameron like, like he wants Cameron to destroy the opponent. And mm-hmm. he was truly destroying the opponent. And, you know, he's saying a few choice words, and I'm like – and. All the other coaches were afraid of Arnhead, were uh, af- af- afraid of Craig. So they come to me, man, you got to uh, calm down Arnhead. He's like, you know, the, this is like a 10, 11-year-old game, and, and the fans, they all like. And I said, Head, come on, you, you, you got to calm down. I always call them Head. I go, you got to calm mm-hmm. down. The, the police are coming. They're going to arrest you and take you off the field. <laughs> so they had him, and I said, Head, uh, listen, I don't want him to take you away, but uh, – you could still watch the game, but you got to go sit in your car and watch in the end zone, and, and just watch the game. So, and then he always does to be respect to me because him and I played together with the Saints and the Falcons. But I never forget that story. It was like uh, even the Gwinnett police; they were like, oh, "Come on, Bobby, I, I can talk to him and reason with Bob, him," and it all worked out. <laughs> Bobby, 
Bobby, this is how I know you're an OG is because you're calling him just not even Ironhead, just Head. That's how I know. That's how I know. <laughs> yeah, That's Head. How I know. Yeah. Mark Bergen. All right, Mark. <laughs> host of Believe in Steelers on the Believe Podcast Network. Mark, thank you. All right, well, Mark. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll step away and come back. Pick six is next here on WWL. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.